yeah. And we are now, not technically live, but we are now recording. Yeah. Um, it is May 13th. If you think so. It if you want to believe so. Oh, man. Everything's all relative, apparently, <laughs> because we just stole the calendar from various religions. And I forget what the n- normal calendar... What was it called? Like the. Are we going by recording date or publishing date? Um, Recording date. Well, when we posted it, it should be a publishing date, right? Yeah. But I'll Which tell them what date it really is. Because as of right now, as of this recording, we have not yet published our first podcast. This is true. But the thing is, is that I'm never really up to date, so I'd rather be more... I'd have more ignorance on my side, saying, like, listen, it was published on the 16th. Yes, it was the 13th. And I still don't know what I'm talking about, but quite possibly by the next <laughs> podcast. I will be more informative. Um, so well, my name's Cody. Oh, I'm Kevin Brooks, and I'm and I'm Cody still, and this is our stupid ass podcast. Yeah, we welcome still don't back. Have, number two. I think that's the name we'll coin for, for now. It. I don't even have a phrase to coin. I don't know. There's <laughs> no phrases needing to be coined. Well, I mean, like we tend to patent everything that is invented and its mom, but I mean. I'd like to coin a phrase somewhere. I don't know if you can actually... Does that, that mean that. you're going to copyright well, Copyright it? Copyright? Well, you can't really Because there's actually some words that are copyrighted, and I, I know that of some right now that I cannot say because they... Because I'm loving it? Because we will get... Nope. No? But some people have done that. Because I would love... Like, you'd be in the middle of sex, and you're about to just totally just blow the load, and you'd be like, I'm loving it in the middle of that, and some <laughs> corporate man just storms in there. Like, you, sir, yeah. have you violated said, copyright law. Yeah, you owe me two fifty nine. I was like, what is that? And use a con. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Okay. Right. So, <laughs> it, what what exciting happened premise, to you this week? Nothing. Really? Yeah, and I'm decided to have a podcast based upon that. <laughs> um, saw Star Trek, which was that, really badass. You oh, know, man. that's that's okay. Hmm? I I told you about this earlier about how um you know I'm pretty geeky, and we were we were discussing how geeky we wanted to make this podcast, or how much we would let it, how geeky we would let it get, because we really are. Truly, pretty geeky down deep yeah. inside. I we didn't. We didn't want if we wanted. We didn't know if we wanted to let that seep in. Yeah. And but I we think it should be true to form, though. I wouldn't right. want to mask the, how retarded I am because yeah. I think that in and of itself is a pretty good pun. But so, like, so, so as I was saying, like along these these really geeky lines, I've always my obsession of choice has always been Star Wars. Yeah. And then, like, and like really bad. Like that's the first thing that kind of like got me into being a geek that I could admit about. And now this. You know, the last three Star Wars movies have been pretty shitty, and then this Star Trek movie comes out, which I've never really been interested in before, and it kicks ass, and now I'm having, like, an identity crisis. Yeah, they uh, they studied their uh, the mannerisms of, like, the predecessors and stuff like that really yes, well. Like, yes. they executed, like, uh, Captain Kirk really well. Sulu, I thought, was excellent. And, dude, I could, um, uh, what's it? Simon Pegg has... Uh, Scotty, the yeah. brilliant, brilliant cast. Which we talked about Simon Pegg last time. Yeah. About Spaced and how awesome it is. And he continues to carry that awesomeness into everything that he We'll get him on this awesome podcast. That, <laughs> that will be... Okay. That's what, we, how he's going to carry that fucking torch. If we <laughs> succeed, my 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 like level of success it's with this people. podcast... No, if, if, I've, if I've interviewed Simon Pegg, then oh. I've gone beyond my wildest expectations. Really? Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'll still, well, that'll be a goal. If Simon Pegg ever happens to listen to this podcast, which I don't know how or why, but just know. Apparently people from the UK don't Twitter, you were so welcome. I don't know how we would ever find out about this. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, first um, we got to post these damn things. 
We're working on it. It's 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 a work. Yeah, we'll just release twenty of them all at once and just blitzkrieg them. It'll be a fucking time warp. That way, that way, our first fans won't get bored. Oh, (laughs) or they'll just get more angry. Man, these guys don't know shit. (laughs) And then we'll just stockpile like two months worth of listening of just pure shite, and then we'll just like unleash like internet hell, just sitting there just trolling all. I wonder how many people are listening to this while working out or while jogging or working out, swimming or doing the dishes or something. Got all the testosterone (laughs) pumping through you, and as soon as I'm done running. I will punch them in the fist. <laughs> I will find them and I will kill them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And I will take that. That'll be steroids. a terrible way to die. I don't want to buy to die by some fucking tool, man. I'd be I'd be more happy with some, like some goth chick who is just pasty <laughs> up the like pastier than fucking toothpaste. I guess I can't use the same pastier than, than fucking toothpaste. I mean, which is more it's sexual than normal said. toothpaste. Yeah. I mean it's, it's a cleansing tool for the vagina. That's fucking toothpaste. It's very different from oral toothpaste. I, I just really should have, you know, made the we have a guest. Oh yeah. This time, <laughs> we do have a guest. <clears throat> I'll let you introduce oh, our guest. We have a Cole Brandon Moore. I've known for fucking a long time now. I'm really terrible I, with timelines. I can officially say that Cole is my oldest friend. Oldest. Not oldest age wise, but oldest. That is true. I I don't think I have a friend that goes back further than him. So could you care to explain it? How did you meet the both of us? I kind of remember, I slightly remember how I ran into you. That was middle school, though. And I think that was because of some bloke named uh, Danny, Daniel Church, right? Dan- that, wow, Danny Church, yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who that is. And then Cody, elementary school. I remember you as far back as kindergarten. Can, yes, yes. Yeah. Class next door, Miss Schiller, yes. Miss... Yeah. yeah. I was in Miss Stanley's class. We weren't in the same class, but I knew who you were. <laughs> And that's yeah. I I don't know. Like we were we would talk every once in a while, but I mean we got we kind of. I remember first talking to you in middle school, really. But yeah, <laughs> just think. Is this is this, this is us now? Yeah. Is yeah. this bizarre for you to talk about? Does it make you weird getting all nostalgic? That, no. Nostalgia is something you do like almost every time you come back to this house. That like, <laughs> mainly due to our roommates. Remember high school? Dude. It's a period piece every single time you come over. <laughs> well, like, we can it, never leave. Like. It's just you when you when you know someone for that long, like you can really. It's kind of exciting to be able to do that. I guess so, but wouldn't you want to move the fuck on? Like, like even <laughs> still, like I don't I don't sit there and reminisce a whole lot. I would I like to know. talk about like what happened yesterday, but even that's like, well, fuck, I'm doing this no, podcast, hon. I'm talking about a lot of that, yeah. That's now. been that's been. <laughs> I think that's been. A... <laughs> and this is when that jogger comes and punches me in the fucking face. He will storm in here with those high rise fucking shorts and the tube socks and you bastard. <laughs> And I don't know how he got hold of the podcast well, before all this gets released, but I, I think I think time traveling runner. I think a lot of it has to do with we're kind of at that age where we start to analyze our past and try to learn from it and reflect. I was bad <laughs> at history, and that's and so we kind of tend to do that. We kind of jump back and be like, "This is what happened to me as a child, and that's why I'm afraid of you know ponies and stuff like that." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think that's I think that's typical for people our age, no matter what generation or time period or whatever you know i think that's something we do i guess i'd I'd like to look ahead forge ahead that's why you have eyes in the front of your brain and not the back (laughs) because if you had eyes in the back of your head then doggy style would be that much more awkward (laughs) um so why don't you stare me in the back of the head when we make love (laughs) but uh i knew cole since middle school and i don't know what age that puts me at but danny church ran at you in the hall and uh he goes, Cole, and you're like, huh? And like, you turned around and he jumped at you, and he bounced off off your gut, and I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> I thought it, it, it impressed me. It it's like, it's been love ever since. <laughs> yeah. And 
life with Danny Church and the rest of those BMX riders, because they were really into BMX and dirt biking and everything, those extreme sports and whatever. And there was, uh, there was a few other ones. There was Mike and this Josh kid and some some other kid, Sean or something, I want to say. But it was like Alan a, Williams. Alan Williams? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was all them, and they were hanging out together. And I think that was the first group that I kind of glommed onto when I went to O'Callaghan. Glommed. I, yeah, I really... <laughs> I had nothing in common with these kids. I mean, they kind of like punk music, which is I was really heavy into. I listened to, like, a lot of... I listened to a lot of Pennywise, a lot of Dead Kennedys, a lot of... Um, uh, dead milkman and stuff like that and a shitload of Rammstein that just they threw themselves into their those... ministry but the, those guys kind of had the same musical ICP. taste yeah ICP is terrible yeah, they that, love that the ICP that is a sign of a fucking idiot just fucking gigolos and stuff that's well, that personal opinion <laughs> gigolos <Yeah>. but <laughs> clown so whores so I'd, I'd hang out with them this is back when I'm pushing I think I was pushing like 240 at the time and I wasn't as tall as I am now I think I was like riding really? nicely yeah I got I got I got the three hundred pounds in high school. I was a huge mofo and stuff like that. But um nice. but anywho, so like they kept me around because I guess I was kinda of funny, still didn't talk a lot, had all the hair in my face <laughs> and stuff like that. Really silent, chubby kid and um but the thing is, is that I had boobs, and I think that was the closest thing that they ever had boobs, but not, and they would cop a feel every 20 seconds. Uh, and I was like, man, you know how I know you're gay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was really terrible. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Huh? He's feeling your boobs because because they're woman like. They that's were, not. That's not gay. They were what? They were. Really, they weren't supple or anything. I'll tell you that they were not perk ripe like juicy apples or anything like that. They were saggy. They pointed right. south and whatnot. <laughs> if, if he, but if he was feeling your, your sculpted manly pecs, then that would be gay. You think so? I don't, if if he's feeling you know your, if if they've got some. If they've been victim to gravity, I think I think it's. Well, okay. who says that I would like to grope a chick with hairy tits? I mean, like I would, I would seriously Did, not go for. Were it. they hairy? At the time, I don't know. I was kind of a late bloomer. It, yeah. I think my voice was still really high pitched. What if they time. were living by prison rules? Oh shit! Yeah, it's been a long time since any gun went with the woman. I think it's been like fourteen years, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but um. So segue. I don't know how this segues into it. Maybe it's the whole gay topic. But Cole is indeed. Big gay lord. Did, did, did you did you know that we were gonna out you on this podcast? Uh, it it comes up. It, it comes, it comes up. It would come up. Damn. Gays are awesome. Um, I, I'm sorry I don't lisp and I don't swish, but you know it's less interesting now. You're, you're, you're not you're, the, you're not the most flamboyant, but I don't know. You're pretty. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. Do you say that? Do do. I think I would like to use pretty. I'm like I don't. I don't know if handsome would be appropriate. I get called I think, pretty. Yeah. Hey, you're you're a pretty guy. Yeah. Well, thank you. People call me pretty, and now I look. I don't know what the fuck happened to me. I don't know Hard how you look with eyeliner and a wig. I, I just oh, can't see shit. it. I should try that out. <laughs> Can I look like the guys from Poison? <laughs> <laughs> Twisted sister. What I imagine. Yeah. Football pads. Oh god. Yeah. Perms and platinum blonde. That's manly. That is nothing but man. That is yeah. not something I ever got into. Is the hair metal cock rock bands not my favorite thing? But anywho, I don't know how that. Anyway, so um, so you've had state. Did you have like stages of gay, or were you just like um, <laughs> you say boring gay because you never never touched vag in your life? You were C-sectioned out of there, right? <laughs> you never had to go through that holy land, which I consider I like it. But that's you the, know, holy everyone, the holy land. You, <laughs> the holy land. Like, seriously, uh, all angels start singing, and, and I've only seen one, and that was really kind of odd, since it was a whole bondage setup and whatnot. I was like, <laughs> angels are fucked up. But, 
So you got C-sectioned out, so never... We're <laughs> 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 just stating that like it's fact now, like we know for sure. Yeah. I'm not positive. Well, isn't it? Yeah, like, I was. Am I assuming oh, okay. I was... <laughs> I'm That's very proud where to say. <laughs> That's where it started. I don't think that determines a gay no, man or not. No, absolutely not. not. Let's not start that rumor. fucking in, and then if people, are like, people are like, gays are the downfall. You like, know the religious right will latch on to that and be like, if, <sighs> if you see sex in your children, they will be gay. <laughs> <laughs> so says Cody and Kevin and their stupid-ass podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Then, like, there's, like, yeah, religious activists like, storm into the hospital right into labor and deliver they're like no and then after this child gets c-section they are shoving him up the badge oh like, you must pass through <laughs> the gate the gate of straightness and they're just shoved <laughs> right back up to the birthing canal wow awkward so anyway so the gay thing like how is that working out for Do you, you i don't know how else to start questioning let, this. well yeah, let me just say i don't know how we didn't really go into how personal we might want to get on this oh, oh d- but no but last last podcast me and i think me and kevin got pretty deep into our psych- psychosis and so if you would like to tell the story came out about like a pot smoking like, rapist in the last yeah podcast. well yeah <laughs> and I, I don't i don't know how i came out of it. I, th- I thought i came like out to clarify on the pot thing i don't smoke pot anymore i don't condemn it i just don't use it because it makes me into a really sorry person. and you have not raped since 2000 and i have not spra- yeah i've kind of held back on that well so it, so if that eight-step program yeah if you're comfortable with it do you, would you would you mind telling us your a coming out story okay, or some you. some some sort of story having to do with your sexuality, which we seem to be so interested first in. Game, that, or maybe first game whatever, game. whatever you feel know, comfortable with. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested. I, I haven't heard. A lot I've about always it. known. I was kindergarten, like one back when me and Cody yeah. first met. First crush, Spencer Lawson. I don't know if you remember him. I think so. Yeah, and Sounds hot. Uh, you know, Spence. spiky hair. Uh, first gay experience. He, he was the first kid to have an earring. He that was, happened? and that was a yes. kindergarten. He had kindergarten, a fucking he earring. Have an earring. That's, if my, that was hardcore. That's wow. pretty sweet. I don't, I don't know. Like, and my first gay experience was the neighbor boy giving me a Hummer at eight years old, uh-huh. which was totally wow. awesome. Now, Hummers, do you have to hum for it? Um, like, do you pick like a song that you want? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a Smashing Pumpkin song called Hummer? There is. Yeah, maybe you start singing that. <laughs> I maybe think that's what it's about. Hmm. I don't know. Could you could you describe us in, in case someone is in the dark about what exactly a Hummer is? It's a big yellow vehicle that goes off roading. Fuck you. Tools. <laughs> <laughs> Motor and they just start taking off into the wild. Watch your prize for flight. And as they're, they're like fucking burning like thirty thousand like dinosaurs all at once, just trying to climb one hill. Four miles to the gallon. Um, <laughs> but I look cool. So Got Hummers, sand. I've never experienced a Hummer. It, I, I might have. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know what it is. Well, I, ju- I just said Hummer as in a blowjob. That's I, what I thought. I don't remember yeah. if they were whistling Dixie while they were down there. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I don't know if that's what you were just referring to, or if, that, if it actually was something. Different. Oh no, no, it's a blowjob. Okay. Yeah. I feel I, I feel kind of like an idiot. But, but if you do hum, I mean, it, it just intenses everything. I, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I wonder if people start blanking out. They're like, man, I really should start thinking of a song to sing when I'm fucking humming this guy and stuff like that. Like, what if you... Cock karaoke. <laughs> so, aside aside from that experience, who was the first person that you told? You know, the first person I told, which is actually really funny because I didn't actually tell them I was gay, was back in kindergarten. My brother Kearns, I told him that I think I should have been born a girl because I don't have... I don't, I don't know. Like, I like quote-unquote girly things and all yeah. this other stuff and he freaked out 
Really? And I was like, oh, I'm just kidding. I mean, we were kids at the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The first person I told that I was actually gay would probably be my best friend, Lacey. Lacey Warren. She, she's she been there for a while. Sixth grade. Wow, Is that what you told her? Sixth grade? Yeah. 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 We okay. kind Well, it said bisexual. We were kind of dating the same girl at the same time. Okay. You know, but... You and Lacey were dating the same time? Yeah. Girls? That's <laughs> awesome. Jessica Sipes. <laughs> where are you now? Do a VH1 special. <laughs> okay, I, I, I honestly, I mean, I didn't think you were that girly growing up, but I mean, I remember being told that you had come out, and I, I wasn't, Surprise. I wasn't I shocked, shocked surprised, but I mean, it wasn't, it didn't really bother me, like, it wasn't. Which is exactly what everybody else said, you know, like, I was this big come out activist, I was like, no, you gotta tell everybody, stand up, and like, doing all these, like. I mean, I was doing drag for Christ's sake. Yeah. But you which, hadn't yet publicly. But I had not told my parents yet. <laughs> right, okay. And, which is really weird. I was at a Latigra concert, How Lesbian of Me. <laughs> and they were, like, doing, you know, talking about equal rights and all this other stuff. And then I was like, wow, I am such a bigot. I, and I text messaged my sister-in-law. I called my mom. And I was like, I'm gay. And my mom was like, yeah, are you drunk? Yeah, not surprised. We always know. <laughs> See you at Thanksgiving. Your parents are awesome. They I, are really Yeah, how, how did they take it? I've never really been able... I've there, asked a few people this. Dude, my dad makes gay jokes to me all the time. Not, like, mean ones, but, like... A couple weeks ago, he actually took me by surprise. He's like, so you're the pitcher the catcher? And I was just... I turned <laughs> wow. beat red, and I was like, oh, my God, my dad just asked me this, because... <laughs> you know, I mean, if I put myself in that position and my dad asked something similar to that, or anything about my sex life at all, I'd be a little freaked out. <laughs> my f- my family does not have sex. I am an immaculate conception, and my mom is the Virgin Missy, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but which is really weird because I'm a really sexual person, and I'm all about getting my friends laid all the time. Mm. But my family just no brother gross me out. Don't want to hear anything about how my nephew was conceived. Really? Yes. It's, t- it's freaky. My mom was all about the sex talk. Like I got the talk like around when I was like eight or seven and i don't think i, I, was, I was in i was in third grade when i got the talk really and i was i can tell you about that <clears throat> i never got the talk huh? i just always kind of knew because like i said the neighbor boy would just used to watch porn yeah damn busting the dad's collection like the only thing that was clarified for me in the talk is that i busted a nut and i didn't urinate inside a woman that's the only <laughs> difference that i gained out of that do i really have to pee at for a, a while mouth? though I, I i really did think that when you got a girl <laughs> pregnant you just kind of put it in there i didn't yeah. know there was like this pumping motion involved <laughs> just instantaneous i, like, I honestly yeah. i never thought about it i knew what sex was from about first grade yeah. and really not any sooner than that and then in third grade i learned that that's how babies were made if, so for this whole two years i i just i didn't realize what it was for <laughs> i just <laughs> thought i just thought it was the thing that you did when yeah. you, you you did that you know <clears throat> like the government comes but, up to you it's like we're down a few when soldiers. when when me and my when me and my <laughs> sister <laughs> when when we were little kids we we're all out playing and in, 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 you know on the street and riding our bikes around yeah. and we started teasing um this kid down the street named joey and this other girl veronica that lived down the street and we started chanting like joey and veronica had sex Whoa. thinking that it was so hilarious veronica you know? o'malley yes yes <laughs> and it, this was our little first and second and third grade minds uh. thinking it's so funny and giggling about it well my sister she wasn't even in school yet so she kind of quite didn't didn't understand and um <laughs> so she comes in after we're done playing and walks right up to my mom and goes hey mom joey and veronica had sex 
and my mom was like what and then she she sat us down and had the talk and it was still to this day one of the most awkward nights of my life yeah it's got to be infuriating if you were her i mean you have a hard time convincing people that you don't have sex like when you're 20 and you're like fucking eight and six years and, old. and my dad my dad comes home you're and walks stupid. into this little powwow meeting and he's like hey what's going on and my mom's like i'm telling them what sex is uh. and he's like why the hell are you doing that <laughs> huh what happened don't tell me oh, we have not hold on one second with your I, awkward no, story I, yeah i fixed it no that's cool um, Oxford story? Oh, I don't really have one. I have an observation, though. I'll tell you, like, it seems like the more and more time progresses, like, childhoods are ending a lot shorter. Like, they're getting, like, sh- shimmied down a whole lot more. Like, it seems like we're asking more of our younger generation and that we're having to start experiencing more fucked up lives a bit earlier. I think. Like, I asked my parents, like, well... I don't know. My parents, much like yours, they got fucking knocked up and everything around seventeen. I think I think it seems like that to us, but I think I actually, so. if you go back and <clears throat> really study like people's lives, I think it's. I think we're actually growing up later. You think so? Yeah, because we are getting married later. Is what yeah. it's looking like as well. And people are still getting later. knocked up. Though. And I and I think that I think that's a good thing. I mean, this this could be a subject for a whole other discussion, but I, the uh, the the average age of marriage is going up, yeah. and people are waiting longer to get married i don't at all fall into this category but yeah. but people are, are taking more time and i think that's a, that's actually gonna i'm I taking think... more time but it's not choice it's it's <laughs> <laughs> well i i just think with the with the internet people are actually looking for someone that they actually compatible yeah but you were saying the other day cole like uh, you were saying like most first marriages are like trial runs. yeah they call them a your trial marriage or yeah, your, your practice 30 marriage. Day money back There's guarantee. that too. There should be a 30-day fucking prenup <laughs> slapped on every marriage or so. Shit. <laughs> Not valid unless signed. <laughs> yeah. But. I, I think people are waiting to get married a little later, waiting to have kids a little later, but I definitely think kids are maturing a lot sooner. That's what it seems now, like Because I remember back when I was 11 and 12, I wanted Lincoln Logs. I was running around in sweatpants and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Exactly. And now kids were like, I want Ed Hardy. I, I didn't care what my hair looked like. I could wake up with bedhead, roll mm-hmm. out, go to school, and not give a damn. Yeah. And p- go home, play Link Logs, Legos, the Nintendo. I was a simple kid, <laughs> yeah. Nintendo was badass. But now kids are teasing their hair, bleaching their hair, and... And they are yeah, totally it's, it's no longer it's Super Mario Brothers and stuff. It's Halo <laughs> and Grand Theft Auto, you know. And uh, <laughs> we sound like old men now sitting here. Li- well, that's <laughs> these what kids these nowadays. Kids nowadays. They, they don't have the childhood. It was bound to happen to us sooner or fucking later. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, you grow up and then you realize, man, I should have fucking listened. Not really listened to my parents because they really didn't fucking. They'll probably hear this and it'll be the truth and they probably won't dispute. But they they weren't around. So then they were like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> they had no idea what was going on. They didn't really understand what was happening with their kids. We uh, well, would you? What? Tell my kids like. W- you would sh- you understand how to raise a child? Fuck. Um. No. <laughs> do you, so do you? Do you kind of appreciate that now? What your parents had to go through? Quite possibly. Like yeah. I gained a sense of like self worth, and not really self worth. That took. It came fucking later. But I mean, I gained kind of a, a more sense of myself because of that. Because I had to kind of depend on myself and myself alone to get shit done and what I wanted yeah. and to achieve anything. So that that helped me kind of really define my character, and it also made me kind of learn and respect the fact that even at that small age, of your like life character, three, not your D and D character. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I stopped rolling that die a long time ago. But like, I mean, like even at such a but that young die age, did not start rolling you. you, you st- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, 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 Keep going. But like, I'm saying like, even at such a young age, you gonna say something now? You're done? Can I get past I'm this? done. All right. I'm gonna eat these fries. Even at such a young age, you still have like an individuality. You are still a person. I mean, like you're still capable of making conscious decisions. All known, not really the most correct decision, <laughs> and usually not the most informed, but definitely you are totally capable of, you know, controlling the things around you, your life, and actually making some decisions. What, what about you, Cole? Like, what was the first, like, what age did you start becoming, like, really self-aware and really self-conscious of things around you? I was always really independent. Even my mom would, like, she tells people the story now, like, she didn't have to potty train me. I potty trained myself, mm -hmm. and she tried to keep me on the bottle because I was her last baby. Uh. And I was like, no, give me my sippy cup, you know? <laughs> I'm done with boobs. I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm switching <And> the cock. <laughs> See, I... <laughs> I, I kind of have the uh, some other place now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had sort of an opposite experience being the oldest. Um, my my parents tended to think that I was more independent than I actually was, um, and so yeah, that's you know. Dude, I was in and out of hospitals when I was born because I was born pretty much like I was born and I had many many complications wrong with me. They passed me off to my mom and they just went about like fixing her up and then I slowly didn't start turning pink. I started turning more and more blue and ugly purple and stuff like that. And she goes, "There's something wrong with my baby." And I'm like, "She goes, you need to fix them." And indeed, they, I had some kind of um, I had an evisceration, not really like an intrusion of the bowels like from my body and whatnot, but on the inside there was a separation of the bowels and inside just tons of bile. And stomach acid were leaking out through my entire body, and I was That's shutting disgusting. down. Yeah, That's your birth story. That is my birthing story, <laughs> which makes you really surprised that I'm straight because I came from a badge, and that's what it did to me. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so maybe, maybe C-section is the way to go. Maybe I would have came out a bit better than kind of having my bowel separated like that. Maybe that's what kind of shied me away from the cock. I was like, I don't have much of an entrance now for you. I cannot take any, man. Um, yeah, that's really disgusting. Um, and beautiful in its own sense. But I survived, as you can see. Thank you, Romans. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, so I've had tons and tons of uh, medical troubles just growing up. And I don't think that's what attributed to my fatness. That was laziness and, and pure choice to become that large because I loved food. I think that was my only friend growing up, really. I had my brother, but that was just like fisticuffs all day with that man. That's all we had in common. And he didn't taste as good. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, that's disturbing. Yeah. So so now I'm, I'm a lot healthier. I fixed... I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this, but... You don't seem... There, you don't seem bad now with the health-wise. health, health wise. No, I'm doing... I'm doing lots better. Tried to be a firefighter and uh, doing the EMT thing and stuff like that. Firefighters, if you're out there, thank you for all your services, but you are indeed a douchebag. Because every fire station that I stayed at, oh, that's probably not going to do anyone any good. Because no one wants to hear that after a post-9-11 you know world, if you're just a firefighter, you are like I himself. I want to hear that. Really? Because, I mean, they're good people. They're doing a good service and everything like that. See, that's all you have to say. Yeah. If you, but if if past that you feel like they're I'm going on a, I'm then, going on a personal level. Then I mean, like, you're, going past you're free the to say that. Like the ones, this probably ruined like any kind of pull that I had in the realm now. But I don't like. Think so. It seemed it seemed to me like a lot of them, not not all of them, mind you, have come across a few good ones. But most of them, it was kind of mostly like a fraternity for thirty and forty year olds and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, like you you went there and I'd be stationed there and I'd be doing my whole entire spiel which is kind of just sitting around and riding around in an ambulance and getting yelled at and stuff like that which was awesome and then uh seeing lots of bloods and guts and shit but 
like most of them they they wanted you they wanted instant respect and in my world it doesn't really work like that yeah like you'll start on a mutual level and then you'll gain like they might have had it's, like a bit bitter a bit more than like a probably because they're, they're used to it yeah, yeah but i mean they started out on a bit more of like an elevated level of respect just because of what they do but it slowly started to decrease because the attitude that they walked around with is like i am definitely your superior and i'm like yes and it's like if you want a job then you need to suck my balls and like glorify me to the max amount. I mean, like they pretty much walked around like fucking gods in this place, and it it baffled my fucking mind that they wanted you to sit there for fucking hours, not really learn anything, read from your book for twelve fucking hours, and then just totally like show yes sir, no sir, I will get out of your way sir, yes I will stand in the hall for like they just it felt like military camp, and it was like no respect was given. They treated you like dirt, and they expected like respect in return, and I just can't handle a place like that. Um, yeah. So, so what? So what? what you, are you continuing in that? Uh, yeah, I'm are still pursuing that. I'm still pursuing that, but I don't think I don't think I'm gonna make a career out of it. I don't think I want to continue on that course. But the whole medical field intrigues the fuck out of me because you'll you'll be a casual EMT. Casual EMT. <laughs> I just do it on the weekend. As I enjoy a, blood. It's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I go I go on the scene. And you go EMTing blood. with your golf buddies. Oh my. God. <laughs> What's the mechanism of injury? I'm like, he has a golf ball to the head. All right, this is interesting. Now, what do you see in the blood? As if I'm trying to interpretate like a splatter print and stuff like that. <laughs> I see a beautiful butterfly in that gray matter. No. But no, I'm not queasy with the blood and guts. And I mean, it, so long good. as, yeah. I mean, it's all part of the human body and stuff like that. Like, I know what's made. I, th- I think there would definitely be some things that would creep me out that I could not see. Really? Yeah, like anybody's insides. I think, and it's a new thing. I, I think uh, growing up, I think I, this that kind of thing would. I, I feel like I was more desensitized as a child than I am now, because now I kind of, I think I I have a greater understanding of pain. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> and I, and uh, you know the idea of someone losing a limb would make me. I think sick. pain was a great learning tool for me. Like you ever go through that? Like the. Like that's that's pretty much how it works. And get back on the bicycle. <laughs> like, yeah, like it yeah. never discouraged me and stuff like that. I can't tell you how many times I ripped my toenail off riding my bicycle, and I was finally like, "You need to wear shoes." Fuck that. It's it's a good thing that you get a. <laughs> I think it's great shoe. that you get hurt a bunch when you're a kid because it teaches you how to avoid that, really? which makes you a smarter person. I would hope if someone gets grows up their whole life not getting hurt, not bumping into things, being protected from that, I think they're gonna grow up and turn out to not know what the difference is and just do dumbass things. That's what, when parents are parenting their kids and like just wrapping them in bubble wrap, I really think that's going to mess yeah. the kid up later in life. Especially when the kids start popping the bubble wrap, which is always fucking fun. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that man has no safety cushion, then you just push him down the fucking it's, hill. And like, it was it was a great way for me to learn not to climb on, pen, on fences with spiked tops yeah. when I slipped and it went into my chin you know like <laughs> that's the worst injury I've ever had I've never had a broken butt or anything but I you, you, do you know what I'm talking about like yeah. those those fin- metal fences with like an iron rod iron rod that would have a pointy top yeah. our old yeah. neighborhood had a lot of those yeah this was in the apartments down on Nellis and Lake Mead you know those those apartments there and by the Dairy Queen of course I <laughs> <Yes>. do <laughs> yes which had the giant ice cream cone out front which, which is now a taqueria, but it still, still has, has the ice cream cone. <laughs> and yes. I would have reoccurring dreams when I was a child. I still remember this because I have this insane memory. I would have reoccurring dreams as a child of walking up to that giant ice cream cone and taking the biggest bite out of it and loving it as a child. Because <laughs> I just wished it would turn real and we would go to Dairy Queen and it would be like, here it is. It's for you. You transport that <laughs> to the real life and you just have people, sir, step away from the ice cream cone. <laughs> <laughs> sir. But they that that is for VIP customers only. Oh, yeah. 
Please, can I take your order, though? Can I take your order? Would you like some quesadillas? Twenty, uh, fifteen years later, I was working at a Dairy Queen. Wow. So I think pathetic is that. Was it wow. prophetic that dream? Is that what happened? I. Uh, <laughs> you will be the master of this ice cream cone. One you day. You will be the child. double dipper. <laughs> well, yes. So I, I did slip, and it went through my chin, and that was. Oh, man. Definitely not like a Spartan experience. Like they didn't put you through the ring or anything. Well, my, like and that. then just climb a fence. My mom wasn't oh, there, so there. my it was left into my dad's hands, and so yeah. of course his solution instead of getting stitches was just put a bunch of band aids on it. You oh know, <laughs> so I'm laying there screaming and bleeding all over, and my dad's yeah. like band aid, another band aid. You know, it's just like twenty on there, thinking that, that would. He gets mad at you because he went through a whole package of band aids. What the fuck is wrong with you? And then my mom comes home a few hours later and finds a hole in my head, and she's yeah. like, "What the? You should have taken him to the emergency room." No, he's fine. And that's exactly why I don't add your dad on MySpace. Is that reason right there? Or Facebook? That is not a learning experience. <laughs> that is just that. That's, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely get your first aid license. That's what you need to do. Can, can I say, though, I think my dad's come a long way. <laughs> he was probably younger than I was at that point. Oh, it was his learning experience there. Like, his pain wasn't, like, his child was in pain. He's like, what do I do? I got a band-aid. That just, Definitely. Because yeah. that's how my dad was raised. My dad's father, when my mom was pregnant with me, didn't understand why she was going to a hospital. Really? To to have a child. This this is how this is how many generations this goes back. You know this wow. is that era that he was from. He's like when I when, back in my day would they were just the women would just have a baby and then get back to work. You know oh, like he actually said that to my mother. Really? <laughs> and he was actually trying to talk her out of going to a hospital and getting an epidural, and oh, she was God. not going to have any of that because I've seen women's with epidurals and still you know, they are the devil. They want to kill people. There's a very interesting dynamic in my family because my dad comes from this kind of cowboy. Um, like people from he grew up with Sam Elliott. He grew he up in in Las Vegas <laughs> back when it was the, the wild you west know, when he was born. It was the wild west. You would have posts out in front of bars to tie up your horse. Really, that's how it was when my dad was a child here. I'm a second generation Las Vegas person, which is really rare. Yeah. I don't know. Are are you? You're not. No, I can't. And are, are you? Well, my dad came and went here in Michigan, but I was. Because the man was pushing you him off his was, land. Is yeah. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad is an Indian. <laughs> right. And my and my dad's dad was as well. And but I don't I, he came from Nebraska <laughs> oh. or the Midwest somewhere, but I mean they when they were here, when my dad was a child, it was a, a an old small town not old. <laughs> it was uh, it was just it was the new frontier kind of kind of thing. And um so there's this interesting dynamic between that and my mother who came from Southern California. <laughs> Which was the complete opposite at the time, you know. It was still, it's it was the, you know, she grew up on the beach and yeah. it was like typical California. My girl. pops grew up here back when it was about the same thing. Like, the, yeah. like he was born here back when they just kind of had. Was he? Was, was he really? Yeah. yeah well, that's dad, that's what I mean. That's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. So he came from the same area. That actually is very rare. That's really creepy. Yeah. Like it looks worse than Perumph. Oh yeah. Ugh. My my dad had this um, mentor as a child. Yeah. This this is how insane my my family is. My. My dad was kind of born on a horse, and all through until he until I was born, basically, yep. his life was going to be the rodeo. And there's pictures of him as a three-year-old standing on a horse while the horse is running, twirling a lasso. And Barnum and Bailey. Style. My my dad was in the circus, what? basically, <laughs> and that's what he it, like <laughs> I'm like with the locally. I mean, it was <clears throat> it was kind of a <laughs> it was kind of a rodeo type circus kind of thing, but that's basically what it was. He was like a little sideshow 
kid yeah. and his name was buckshot and what did you yes. not know this no. yes that, wow. he, he had a nickname God. and i wish i could find I, I can probably find the pictures and show it's amazing and his mentor as a child was was this old old ancient man he is he was the last cowboy living yeah. yes he was sam elliott from the oh, big lebowski yes. but but older <laughs> add about add, add about 30 years to that character yeah. and that would be this guy jack whose name is jack white <laughs> or just sarsaparilla. Which, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. he would and he would come over and, oh, this this guy was he was so close to my dad that I knew I've known him for a long time. The last time I saw him I was was about my sophomore junior year and he would come to our house and just talk and talk and talk and tell these stories. He couldn't hear a damn word we said. Yeah. He was so out of like not from this century. And he always had the hat, and he had, he was just old and weird, and he smelled weird. And he he lived in this little trailer. He had this huge plot of land over on Lake Mead, mm-hmm. um, just past Nellis. And he had this huge plot of land that he finally sold years later. And he had horses and ponies on there. And if you ever went to like a local event, like even at Martin Luther King School where we went, and there was horses there, those were, were his horses. He was he was that old guy. You probably you might know him. And he was in all the parades and circuses and stuff. And he, I would, I would go over there and just spend time there riding horses. And he would teach me. And he was hardcore, you know. You know how to ride but, a horse as well. <clears throat> what? You know how to ride a horse too? Uh, yeah, I've actually, I'm actually pretty good at riding horses. I'm afraid of horses. Yeah. yeah like, well, this is because this is how my dad was raised. Anything bigger than me, I don't trust it. And he was, I mean, he could have, he could have <laughs> probably gone cocks, professional <laughs> in, in the rodeo thing if it hadn't been for me popping out, you know. Yeah. But that um, guy that you talked about, did he? Did he have a younger wife towards the no, end? No, I don't think he was married. Huh. Um, he might have been. I don't know. The last few years that I saw him, he was really old and really sick, and you know, he would come over and just kind of sleep at our house because he didn't have anywhere else to go. He he was he was such an interesting character. He was, I, I, like I said, literally the last cowboy. He would have this truck, and he would it was a flatbed truck in the back, and he would go around to all the old grocery all the grocery stores and pick up their old food that they threw out that expired that day. That was still kind of good, and he would take it downtown to the homeless people and just give it out to people, and that's what he did all day. That is awesome. And I know. <laughs> and then, like, and the last few years of his life, he had nowhere to live, yeah. and he would just come over just because he had nowhere else to go, and he would just tell these stories about riding a buffalo through Salt Lake City. Wow. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of like it, it. Kind of annoyed me when I was a kid because I'd have to sit and listen to him, and he'd, yeah. and he'd want to like grab me and be like, "Let me look at you," oh my you know. <laughs> and I'd like make me sit on his lap, and I'd be he does he didn't realize how he didn't old give I you was. A rodeo rider yeah, like that. no, no. <laughs> and it was it was nothing weird oh. at all like that. It was just this yeah. is he was just from a different like he was in his prime. Yeah. Before the Great Depression. If Colt's father was <laughs> around, do you think they'd hunt each other? Like, just, <laughs> I, I remember I've, you. I've off. heard some racist like Jack, stories from He him. has like a piece of his hair missing and like his father's like still rocking it around his neck. <laughs> What's up, motherfucker? You know, the Your thing dad is, was a badass. Nobody, yeah, nobody that I can think <laughs> yes. of would be even close to a, a peer with this guy. He was that old. Really? Yeah. He had to be. He, when he, if, when he, I think he died a few years ago. He had to be at least in his 90s, I would, I would say. I could be completely off. He might, he, ever... he might have only been 40. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of rough living, you know? Yeah. Cigarettes, whiskey, women. Yeah, tons of horses. Sun. Like the Vegas sun. That will melt your fucking face. You'll be just like the guy in Indiana yeah. Jones. <laughs> Raw is... Raw is crazy. So yeah. this is what we wanted... What I think we wanted to talk about. You grew up here as well. Yes. Any... How is that? <laughs> you, can't, you, you can commiserate with us when we complain about it. Basically. Oh, oh, yeah. The Vegas... 
if you like to gamble, you like to go clubbing, and you really don't have a personality, Vegas is definitely the place for you. Because you really, the whole city is sold on glam and glitz, and the casino has everyone but fucking balls out here. Man. Yeah, that is the city, is all that. And you know, a lot of people say that it has that it's kind of lacking in culture, but along with what I was just talking about, like that guy that I was just talking about, like he is old Vegas, and it's there. They've just covered it up so much because they wanted to appeal to the people with money, you know. And that's it, it's it changed so much and it changes so rapidly, and. I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's more interesting than people give it credit. I guess, but I don't I don't enjoy the fact that it really does not feel like the casinos give back to the community at all. Like no, I, and, and why should they? Why should they? From their point of, from their point of view. I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Obviously, I agree with yeah. you. Okay. But from their point of view, how is that going to make them any money? Well, if we tend to like, who would stick around to actually kind of fuel this? I mean, the tourists would definitely be around, but I mean, like, well, is it they going to fuel this exactly to another Dubai? Who is who like? is going to go work for them if they have a university education? <laughs> so no, I'm serious. So that why is true? Why would they put money into the education system here? Why would they help out whatsoever to help people get on their feet when that's when that's the kind of people that they need. They need maids. They need valet drivers. They need people yeah. who work in kitchens. They don't need people with degrees. They're so going to they, scrape so they the bottom no, of that have, fucking barrel so that when they're dishing out cards, yeah. they're going to see an ace and a queen, and they go like, okay, you got 16 and I got a qua. You win. And then it's <laughs> right there. The house just like losing yeah. fucking money consistently. Yeah, th- there's absolutely no profitable interest for them to to help out in this community, to make it some, a place of culture, to make it a place of education. I mean, the the school UNLV is about to collapse because of the governor's budget cuts. Yeah, and, and they keep up in tuition, and they keep losing more. Right, and, more and that's and, and that's the thing. Though, if they if if the governor's budget cuts go through, which I haven't checked up on this in a while, I might be way behind. I haven't checked up on this on, at all. On so my we're great. facts. Well, he was proposing, but I know a few months ago he was proposing some but some budget cuts. Yeah, you know, because of the whole economy thing, and he was the cuts that he was proposing would make UNLV cost more than Berkeley. Whoa. And you know that they are not at all on the same level kind of, co- kind oh, of college. And and so that would ruin any sort of lifestyle and culture that there is here down by the the university district, which is probably the, you know, the cool thing. the drain anyway. That's the only place that we really have that is quote-unquote cultured. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's because it's a place of learning. It's a place, and, you know, obvi- and not, not the, the greatest, you know, it's not known as a college town, but we have that here at least a little bit, and I think, and, and we enjoy it as much, you know. We have a mile and a half on one street. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right, and like I said, it's not a college town, but there is a college here, and it, it does bring that sort of interesting life but but the way that i mean from what the governor was proposing that would that would do away with that completely and that is actually beneficial to the casino industry here to the gaming industry because they can they will there is a hotel management um like how do you get so far along and so greedy that you start losing the human condition well that's exactly what comes i mean that's that's what it is really you know I, I don't know. There should be a test where if you start becoming just so inconsiderate to society in and of itself, you get castrated. <laughs> that is the end of it. I mean, I could... This I th- I think this should be a to- topic on a whole other um, show. But, I mean, lately I've been thinking a lot and looking up a lot behind the, 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 the basic philosophies behind certain political, yeah. you know persuasions and the cons- the modern conservative movement not conservatism in general but the modern conservative movement basically coming from reagan so on has been influenced by 
one person mainly in one idea, and that is objectivism. Mm-hmm. And Ayn Rand, the author, who was a Russian immigrant yeah. who escaped communism to come here to America, and she embraced the capital lifestyle. And her whole idea of objectivism, and it's portrayed mostly in the book, in her the novel The Fountainhead, is that <clears throat> the richest and smartest and most talented people on the planet are the ones that are driving, you know, the force. Basically, uh, to me, it sounds like the um, promotion of an aristocracy. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, th- and that's modern conservatism. And if and if I, if you take modern liberalism as the opposite of that, it's the promotion of the middle class, the working class. That it's the people who you know the the, the modest mouse kind of people uh-huh. that would that would that really drive the what makes our world run and it's those two opposing forces that i think and what's interest what's most interesting to me and this is where it, this stops getting boring uh-huh. is that the people that subscribe to the Ayn Rand objectivism is are people like Glenn Beck uh-huh. um Sarah Palin that whole idea that neo conservative not just you know republicans but neo like new neo far right neo nazi yes I mean, like neo, yeah <laughs> and and also Matrix. another person <laughs> another person that this is very interesting who was mainly inspired by her was antoine levey mm-hmm. who if you don't know who that is he's the guy who founded the church of satan wow and to me this this is so interesting that that the the, the religious right has latched onto this conservative movement yeah that is also <laughs> the main inspiration for the Church of Satan. And the saddest what thing about the Church of Satan, it seems like 60% still misspell it as Satan. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, and what it is really, it's the, pro- it's the promotion of yourself instead of others. It's putting yourself first, your own interests first, yeah. before the, the interests of other people around you. Which to me sounds like the opposite of Christianity, yeah. which is to be to help other people. And I, I think that basic logic is completely lost by the majority of the population. Did I just ramble too much, or or, huh? does, or no? Are let you me sum it up me? in layman's terms. All right, so there's a squirrel in a tree who has pretty much all the nuts from the oak tree, and he has a scholar hat and spectacles. And a few mice come up to him with minor hats, and they give him half a nut for the winner. And then another, and then like then a bird will come up, and this bird has like you know has like an army bandana and a dog tags and stuff like that because apparently this bird's pretty hardcore and killed a dog earlier. And so they give him three nuts, because he is now working for the man. And then another then another squirrel who has devil horns and a pitchfork says, Give me your nuts, and then they start fucking each other. <laughs> well. You lost me. <laughs> <laughs> you were good until that devil horn thing. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> well, if you go to bed with Satan, you're going to get all the nuts you want. Yeah. I'm, I, and I'm, all, not, I'm, I'm not at saying. all saying. So the man <laughs> is Satan? Huh? The man, the man is the squirrel with the spectacles and everything. And then <laughs> Satan. What? <laughs> okay. No. Wow. I let me back up. All right. What? I'm not at all saying that that conservatives are, are evil or, or at all the same as Satanists. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just saying that the the corporate the corporate <clears throat> ideas that we have that in this city, and I think this city is a great example of what happens when that kind of greed is let loose and made profitable and successful. And this is this is what happens is that we. We, as normal people living here, feel stifled by the environment, and I, I think I just think that's I just think that's an interesting environment for that to, to, to blossom in. I wouldn't even say Satan. Well, I don't know. I, I don't. S- I don't mean it like that. I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm talking about the Church of Satan specifically. Like they don't actually worship Satan. Yeah, they, they don't. They worship yeah, themselves. themselves. They that's just use I'm, the word Satan right. for a strong. <clears throat> oh yeah. my God. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Is that it's the same? It's that kind of idea. <laughs> Irony. It's the corporations are not going to care about what 
your interests are, what the interests of the of their community is, their main interest is to provide for themselves, is their own perpetual growth. That's the only reason they exist, is to make money, and they will do it. If uh, Keeping the rich rich and the poor poor. Right. So a, go, a good example is... Are we so far is, in society and civilization that we're incapable and or unwilling to overthrow such organizations? It's just, I, I, think, I think we've been looking in the wrong place. I think... And this is my bleeding heart liberal, you know, agenda coming out. But I think that the she real danger that we've been we've been focusing on, on the government, you know, and that's that, that they're the ruling class. But the ruling class is really the people who have come up and squashed everybody in their path to get where they are at. And I that is the that, that's the corporate agenda. That's what it is. I mean, the, a corporation has is functions like a person. In the sense, if society is allowed to treat them like a person, then they will just be ruthless and cutthroat because they're not. Which they are identified as a person. And, but but they are not. They do not have a human yeah, no. face. You know, it, it, they, they don't have human compassion. And, and, that's very, and that's what, I mean, yeah, it's people running it, but it takes on a life of its own where its, it's sole ex- purpose of being is to perpetuate itself. And if, I mean, here's like a good, here's a, a good example is that if there's like an environmental code yeah. and the corporation finds out, and and this happens all the time, there's tons of examples of this. If they, they crunch the numbers, so they find out that it will, if it costs, if it costs them more to follow the environmental code than it does to break it and get caught and settle this, the lawsuits, then they will break it yeah, just and risk getting line, caught right? because it will cost them less. Yeah. And that that is what is absurd to me, but really, if you th- it's not that absurd. It makes total sense. That's what they're for. They are to perpetuate their self interest, which I've I've used that phrase too much, and it's canceled. And any thoughts, and then we'll close this topic and move on to dildos or something. <laughs> something more educational <laughs> for the masses. Um, final thoughts. I really should be more political and more informed. Pretty much, maybe that in and of itself makes me a really selfish person. And maybe I'm part of the Church of Satan, and I don't even realize it yet. <laughs> or Satan. Satan. I, I, I don't. I don't mean it like that. It's just that's just. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Did I, did I get? I don't know. Huh? I feel like I went too far. Like, no, that's fine. It's just cause... these kind of things been on my mind all day because of. I told you about the Facebook. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this war erupted on my wife's face, Facebook over her political stances. Yeah, and like this guy was just bickering it's back just and forth. Textural wars are so yeah, live and it was petty and day. stuff. And you know, finally at the end, he was like, "Wow, Sarah, you married an idiot. I'm not gonna be friends with you anymore on Facebook. So you have a nice life." Right here, is that what you're doing? <laughs> kind of, well, no, it's just been on my mind, and I haven't really been able to. I haven't sent him a message because I feel like that'd be a waste of time because yeah. obviously he's not going to change his mind and I'm okay with that. But instead we have to apologize but to now, our listeners now. Now <laughs> I have to put you guys through this. Was it really that bad? No, well, no. I think it was educational because honestly, like I said, I really don't know shit about this, which I'm pretty sure you could have told by my crappy analogy earlier. Um, I'm not really that well-informed of a person and uh, I'm not really that much of an activist. I'm not political at all because I'm well, so worried about the immediate and... Yeah. Is there one that issue that you control. can latch on to, though, that one you really issue? feel strong about, strongly about? I know that there is one. I wonder if it's... Oh, the one, the one that I have the biggest concern about is just the complete disregard for the world and the... Um, not ecosystem, but pretty much, like, the the environment in and of itself. There's complete yeah. disregard for that because, I mean, like, it... I don't understand how they don't feel like it affects them, too. Like, at that point, I mean, they're willing to get caught and put so much money into just, since it costs more on the bottom line, to actually fix the fucking problem that right. they really, you know, chance 
just coasting along, just perpetuating the problem over and over until they're fined, and the fine costs less more than to fix the problem. So they just keep on doing that cycle over exactly. and over and over again. Exactly. And everyone's just paying for that in the end. And I mean, right. like, it's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt whatever fucking shitty bloodline that they're going to end up creating and whatnot. Yeah, and eventually we will have someone to combat my, you know, We're gonna get left-wing views. But, I and I, I understand that... You want to get one of the congers on here? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he's... He at least researches this crap. Yeah, you know? I don't research shit. <laughs> That's fine. You don't need to. I've decided on this dynamic, which if, in case in case anyone hasn't told, I'll be the boring dude who talks the facts, the and, you, and you'll be the person. hilarious dude that talks so, the oh, shit. Wait, dude, I'm like Adam Carolla to <laughs> and your... Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll take that. I'll take that. Adam's more observational than I am. But I, I am in no I am in no way qualified to Adam to be any sort of Dr. Drew though. I will I will probably be dead wrong about ninety nine percent of what I yeah. what I and talk Cole, about. What would your okay. position be? I I'm weird. <laughs> I, I I am weird. I am definitely I love conservative close knit family. You know that's that's not that strange. I I know a lot of but I. I mean, I have piercings. I have purple hair. I'm gay. I'm totally not what you would think conservative. The norm, you know. Uh-huh. I, I I'm an independent with Republican views, if That's, that makes yeah. sense. Like, I, 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 would you call yourself a libertarian? No, no, no. Okay. That's I. <laughs> I'm just so t- I'm gray area in everything. Yeah. I like to take everything in, analyze both sides. And sometimes I agree with this side. Sometimes I don't. You know it. I, you know I. I used to. I used to think that they didn't exist. That I, I couldn't comprehend the idea of a log cabin Republican. But but then I actually met a whole bunch over the years, and I, I, it it's not as odd. It doesn't, and it's not as uncommon. You know. <clears throat> Would that be you though? I don't know. Well, you said log cabin, and you like log cabins. I do like log cabins. <laughs> you were talking about Lincoln Logs earlier. <laughs> and <guys>. interior design. <laughs> Fag. Well, so, 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 I mean, so, what's your stance on gay marriage, then? I'm, f- obviously, being gay, I look forward to getting married, being with this one person for the rest of my life, hopefully one day raising a family. Yeah. How would you and go about choosing your surrogate mother? I'm sorry to cut you off like that. But. I have seriously been on a baby kick for two years. No. Like, I want to be a father. I look forward to having a kid. You, I look you want some gabies. I want some gabies. gabies. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But you're planning for a boy or a girl. I don't care. Not care. I don't. But you have a name picked out for a boy. I do you don't have, have to a... voice it in case anyone steals it. Yeah, it's trademarked, copyright. <laughs> but um. But yeah, so it doesn't matter on the sex. You just want I just want a beautiful kid. A beautiful kid. That... Oh, wait, okay, so you're married. Do you use both semens? <laughs> Do you just go? It's, it's like a walk of the draw. Just go out there. It's like the, the those situations where you have a gay couple and a black guy and a white guy, I and imagine... then they, and then it's supposed to be a surprise, and then the kid turns out black, and they're like, "We'll, we'll never find out who's the real father." <laughs> who's the real father? <laughs> <laughs> well, but I imagine like an epic scene going on in that womb, like the like the. The embryo is indeed just a flowing vat of lava, and then there is Obi Wan Kenobi and Attican going at it, and those are the two sperms just battling for that egg. No, and, I and loved the, you. <laughs> and of course, you guys loved each other, right? And just but one has to win, right? Is that what happens? It's more like that episode of Family Guy. <laughs> oh, like when the Stewie met his yeah. other brother <laughs> yes. as a sperm. Yeah, has that twinkle in his eye and stuff like that. 
Ah, oh, creepy. Uh, That's what you have to look for, I guess, another man with a twinkle in his eye. Because you definitely have a jolly good twinkle in your eye. Thank you. So, so, then you, so then you are... And see, honestly, I think that's more of a conservative angle. On, I mean, because conservatives really tout the, uh, the idea of the government not interfering with their lives. Yet, for some reason, they are against gay marriage. I, and that doesn't make any sense it, to me. I don't know how me getting married is going to unravel the you know fabric of society. Exactly. One one in every two marriages ends in a divorce. Yeah. Anyway, right. I don't think I'm, I'm going to bring de- the apocalypse upon you. I definitely think that there are more prevalent problems in marriages and families, like abusive fathers or or any or someone leaving, or, or abusive mothers even. You know, the, or someone leaving the family, or or Absolutely. you know, it, from again from my bleeding heart liberal point of view, you know people not making enough money at their jobs you know for all their hard work and stuff and like I, I think those are more immediate dangers to the family than a couple of dudes who love each other yeah. being together or ladies or ladies right yeah but like all right so you would like if i was a gay couple like i would not in a gay couple if you were the couple if i yeah if i just <laughs> branched out on a siamese twin and started i don't know how we'd get at it but we'd find a way um like you would have to. Would you have two kids, like, so you can both have like your sperm being like a creation? Would you use the same woman, or would you just try and mix them? Say like, this is. I would like to pick a kid. Like, would you guys both have a say in how the kid was made? Like, you guys would have to agree on the woman, or you'd say like, this is my semen. Like, would you? Would you? W- and would you put it in like manually, or is there like a different way to go? Like, oh no, 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 turkey baster in a ziploc okay, bag. Okay, that's how it's. Is yeah. that really how it's done? Like, I don't, I don't know. This is interesting though. I, I don't know. Let me think. That would be something that I would have to talk about with the person that I would be getting married to. Even if I do end up getting married, because God knows how single single this is. Oh, man. Lonely. Any any gentleman out there, I mean. <laughs> this man is but, adorable and available. <laughs> <laughs> I, myself, have always thought, like, if I find somebody... And they have a, like, just to keep the bloodline there, it might be weird to some people, they have a sister that would be willing to carry our child for us and sign over her parental rights, so it'll be his DNA as well, that that closeness. That does seem weird, I have to say. Well, I don't think it'd be coming from him to that sister. Right, yeah. It would be be me to that sister, you know. That's interesting. Or... I mean, even my friend Summer, I mean, she offers... She's pregnant now. And she knows how badly I want a kid. And I really think even if I don't end up with somebody, I will hopefully one day find a surrogate mother to have my child. Mm-hmm. And she offered to actually carry a child for me, and I would just use somebody else's egg with my sperm yeah, yeah. and have a baby that way. That way there's not really a tie with her. What if you turned out to be huh. Octodad? Wow. Fuck. I'm for it. <laughs> you could do it. I, I think you could do it. Have a Ba- bushel of gabies. <laughs> bushel of gabies. <laughs> it kind of sounds like rabies. And then you can splice. Yeah, but you have a, It's a pretty big name. It's a hearty name that you picked out for for your son and stuff. You could just divide it amongst the. Octo. I could divide it. Yeah, because my kid's gonna have eight hundred middle names, and they're gonna hand him a graduation, awesome. dude. And when you're pissed, you will be so fucking tired by the end of the name. He's not gonna get whipped. At all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, but like, turn him back the clock a little bit on that, like. People who are upset about gay marriage and everything in the apocalypse. Well, see, I'm a I'm a pretty religious person. Yeah, I believe in my religion a whole lot. 
But I'm like, people who are upset about the apocalypse, number one, that should be something that they're rejoicing about. Number two, it's nothing that they can do anything about because it's prophesied and it's supposed to come to fruition no matter what. They're acting like it's something that they need to stop. Well, and they've been saying the apocalypse is going to happen every year for yeah. the last, you know. Yeah. yeah. So like, I, I personally think we're... If the apocalypse happens, I think it'll. I think things could be a lot worse. I think it could now. be a lot worse. And as well. I think we we're nowhere near. But I mean, like the, people are twelve saying, twelve or twenty twelve, yeah. or that could happen. Yeah. I, th- th- and I'm totally basing that on the Mayans. You know, uh, my <laughs> my boss actually really legitimately thinks that by 2012 he needs to be living underground in the mountains of Utah. And he's not Mormon, but he just, <laughs> he's just convinced that that's, that something's going to happen. And if, even if it doesn't, he just wants to be on the safe side. How would you survive? I mean, like, you're living like fucking Golem and like this guy. You, well, that, and apparently, like, Jesus overlooks you going, I did not make well, that. Okay, so and, like, the whole apocalypse just, like, overshadowed <laughs> Like, nothing happened. This man, it's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Well, it happened with Y2K. People, you know, that's what people did. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to see that again in 2012. All I right. think yeah. we're going to see a mass amount. Maybe the duct tape industry is a good thing to invest in right now. Really? And, you know, the food, st- things like that. Like Because it could probably really. Like, if God went about the populips, I would like him to fucking surprise everyone. Exactly. Like, pull a cat out of the bag. Yes. Like, Zombies are now real. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so everyone who did mass suicide on 2020. It'll, it'll be, it'll be, be like, every worst. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. It'll be every worst case scenario. There will be a robot uprising. There will yeah. be a zombie apocalypse. Fucking barbobots. There. <laughs> Logan's run means day of the dead. <laughs> Menudo will get back together. It will be... All oh, hell man. breaks oh, that loose, is, and we'll meet at the fucking Winchester. Like, we'll all just yes. go up there. Uh, and I swear to God, that gun works. The Death Star will show up. <laughs> <laughs> all the things just come back together, just one geek yes. fest. And yeah. Little did we know that fucking Jesus and and was Hitler's offspring will be found, yeah. <laughs> and he will be married in a gay re- marriage to the Antichrist, and <laughs> and holding a white rabbit. Yes. <laughs> So and the this, and the smoke monster will show so the up. Apocalypse as well. is just one hell of a Kodak moment, I think. So I, I don't think they can stop it. So I, they really shouldn't be bitching about it. They should be like, man, gay people are ruining it. Well, Hooray. you do realize, you do realize. <laughs> I don't think that they are ruining it. But I'm just we're saying, rushing it along. We're you, yeah. we're helping you guys out Thank for your God. eternity of. You yeah, guys do realize that there is actually a movement in the religious right to bring peace to Israel, right? Yeah, you know that. You do know the reason why. To stop the apocalypse. No, right? to pr- to bring on the apocalypse. Really? Because one of the things in the book of Revelation is that there will be peace in with between Israel and Palestine. That is their goal. Their goal is to help Israel so that they can bring the Jews to Jesus and like so that so that the, the, the apocalypse like will happen. They are trying to perpetuate it. Really? Did you okay. Since we're on this topic, yeah. there is a conspiracy theory, and this is wacky, and I don't subscribe to this one, and I, I love conspiracy theories, but this one is a little too out there. Yeah. It's called Project Bluebeam, and is a theory that there will be, that the, that the government and the powers that be have planned and prepared a laser light show, just in case Jesus doesn't show up, that they will, that they will light up the sky with the images of Jesus coming out of the clouds so that they can give out the illusion of the second coming. It's pretty crazy. We should look that up and talk about that. That is awesome. Is, isn't that goodness. the best conspiracy theory you've ever heard? <laughs> and I've got a lot of them because I love these things. That is, that's better than Bigfoot. Dude, that's better Bigfoot's, than fucking Michael Bigfoot's Jackson the tip of the giant robot to run the <laughs> with lasers in his eyes. Yes. This that's the only way I live in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I love you, Michael. <laughs> I love you. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So I think we have a long ways to go f- before we get that bad. Yeah. It'll definitely be fucking interesting. I 
I'm glad I'll have front row seats in Sin City. Fuck, man. Maybe by the time they do the Jesus laser light show, we'll finally land on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. kidding. Just kidding. Um, so are you gonna? Are you going to? tell your thousands of friends about this podcast i do yes yeah and, and unless i sound retarded where everybody when they hear their voice they think they sound retarded yeah i, 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 I seriously it. sound like a jazz dj our, our all we we did want cole on here because we we value his opinions and he's a good friend of ours yeah. but our ulterior motive was that he actually knows oh, probably more, <laughs> more people than anybody else in, you, in this town and and i think the man is keeping me down yeah <laughs> oh man I, I'm yeah. <laughs> I will only whore you out if you promise to have me on again. Oh, we will have you on plenty. Yeah, awesome. Because we, we need to do. We need. <laughs> we. I don't feel like we expanded enough on the topics that we touched on, and I think there's plenty of room for discussion. Well, we're definitely very excited about the whole thing, so we just jump around a lot because our minds yeah. are really sporadic. <laughs> once we start sitting down, it's like, oh fuck, I got a lot to think about. Yeah. This is like the view, just educational with Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear our last one? Well, there was a lot of dick talk is. in the last in the last episode. Oh, fuck, we should get that out of the way. Let's go hop, hop back right to fucking penis, man. Yeah. <laughs> there was not there was no penis in Star Trek. Yeah, we got which was disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> what's it? True. What the fuck? There was some ass in, though. There was man ass in there, which is all right. There was decent, right? There was, was there was green alien chick, and that's all. There I was need. green alien chick, which was hot. But um, I have not seen it yet. You got to oh, get on. Spoiler. And I am awesome. a dork. Yeah, like he's, the Star Wars thing. Yes, you you are a Star Wars. Fan. I am a Star Wars yes. and Godzilla, sweet yeah. mother of God. To this day, my favorite movie is and always will be The Empire Strikes Back. Really? And then Moulin Rouge. Oh man! <laughs> wow, and I'm the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> I I will I will. I'm talking about Godzilla and I Star Wars, I'm and not you are Moulin Rouge in it. I'm not ashamed of that. I. I am a, I'm a fan of oh, musicals. Man. We were talking earlier. Probably about, the like, gayest thing about me, yes. Um, I get really gay. Like, that whole... Me me liking, like, romance movies and stuff like that. Like, chick flicks. I have a soft spot for chick flicks. Can't fucking help myself. And, um, I mean, that, that addiction has gotten fucking worse and worse <laughs> and worse as time goes on. So I've, like, combined two fucking, like, things that I hide in the closet. Two fucking shams and whatnot. Like, I like anime and I like chick flicks. And now I've been, like, watching, like, chick flick anime. Which I think is just the sappiest yeah. and most shameful thing that I've ever done. But I can't stop. I'm so fucking addicted. <laughs> You're it's one step away from anime porn. The, yeah. the, 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 the geekiest thing. With your blurred penis <laughs> and blurred vagina. Oh, see, like, porn in and of itself makes me sad, but if it's a drawn-up anime chick, it kind of makes me giggle. And I often, my mind wanders, and I want to see what it's like behind the scenes. Like, I just want to see them <laughs> bored out of their fucking mind going, Ah, 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 what just happened? And I can't just... I would like to see how awkward that is. And the guy just going... Ugh. Yeah. I wonder if they have, like... Uh, they have, like, you know, little readings. They sit down at the table and stuff like that. And here's where you moan. Give us a practice moan. It's good. Uh, there you go. Thank you, Kikitoto. Wow. And I, I think it's I think it's fucking awesome. Some we're, of them have all right plots, but some are just pretty, pretty weak. It's just like porn. Japan, we're sorry. We, we really do love you. Yeah. And your music. And we, we we are planning on having an entire episode about anime. Yeah. At some point. Uh, I love anime. I am I, I love the idea like the whole concept of how and how it came to be is actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you know much about it? No, I haven't really researched the history of anime. It's it's really interesting. I mean, basically in, in we have we have a Hollywood system here where there's a lot of money into the film industry. Yeah. They don't have it there. They don't have as much money perpetuating their entertainment industry, so they mm -hmm. they use I've used that word too much in this podcast. That's cool. Um so they they use someone telling. That, so they use I feel fucking privileged they use animation that. because it's cheaper, 
and that's why they animate. I think it tells is, a better story with animation because yeah. well, yeah, because they could tell unrestricted. Because here we we would we would actually CGI and put in with live actors and use yeah. a whole studio system and pump billions and billions of dollars into making that. As well as production. To like, making a, a, a gorilla climb. And the then like a promotional values alone, they'll spend yeah. like three million fucking dollars on it. Just yeah. shove that down your throat. Yeah. Worst movie ever. Actually <laughs> how it turns out. Yes. And so in so in Japan they, they, they cut it all back and they just do whatever they want with with and and early anime is very interesting because it was all about giant robots. And the idea was after we bombed them, they thought that their saving grace was going to be their technology, which was so much more advanced than ours. Yeah. So they thought they had this idea that a giant robot was going to come from Japan and protect them from the rest of the world. That's awesome. And that's where that's why that's I mean that's the birth of modern and, science Gundam fiction and with anime. Yeah. And stuff like exactly. That no, from. that's exactly where it came from. So I mean, there is a lot of interesting sociological aspects to anime that I think can really be explored and really bore some people who are just casual fans or even hardcore fans of anime like we'll start talking about this and then they'll have no interest in it from the re- for the rest of their lives Man. that's what I'm afraid of <laughs> I'm not a big fan on anime yeah. I mean, you know, people get it, turned off by the drawings you know I weird. honestly like I do love all that history stuff about it. there's not a lot that I've seen and a lot of, it takes a while for me to get into them most of the time and, and I, I'm so obsessed with the Japan yeah. that I mean like the music J-Rock J-Rock J-Pop the I, I love it but Bukaki. Oh, <laughs> but anime just not my cup of tea. Yeah. The rubber suit guy, though, I, I love him. This is my fourteenth time referring to the Godzilla in this one podcast, but he's my life force. Is there is there a best Godzilla film? My the one that got me started was Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. I think courtesy yeah. in nineteen seventy four. Nice and fan ever since obsessed. Was- the third one was the one versus Mothra, I think. Mothra. And that one was... I always... The first one that I saw that really got me into it was uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, which actually has two endings. If you see it in the US, King Kong wins. If you see it in Japan, Godzilla wins. I remember that one. Yeah. And in retort, they palm-bomb Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! Godzilla for the win! And they just, like, like painted that on the side of one yeah. of the buildings. Oh, that's terrible. Um... But yeah, we don't have much. Any closing remarks and whatnot? I don't know. I mean, this was was this more or less productive than our last podcast? I don't know. Oh. Did did we get a kick out of it? Was 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 it as entertaining? Was there as much dead space? It was it as there wasn't as lot. There wasn't as that much dead space as the previous ones. We're getting better at the conversation. I think we are getting better. I should probably educate myself more. But then, what's the fun in that? <laughs> I I feel like I I don't know. Very random and good. Maybe yeah. did you did you enjoy it? Did you I, like being on here? I, I'm sad that it's coming to an end. I, yeah, I know you get that, and it was it a lot easier than you thought. Yeah, it would I was be. nervous and crying to these guys before we even started this thing, but yeah, and I thought it was perfect. You did exactly what we hoped, hoped for, and, yeah. and more, and more. Thank you for a lot of your perspective, and we will be hitting you up again. Sweet. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of things that we that we touched on. Definitely that I think continuous we could guests. continue. Yeah. So a minute left, and um, this let's, is it. Let's for, sing uh, a song. Well. I don't know what the... I, know, I was just kidding. Right. So this is uh, Kevin Brooks. I'm Cody Schaefer and our guest... Colmore. Saying it's not much, but at least it's fucking something. That's, that's good. <laughs>